This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and Keep It Locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it, keep it, keep it basement, man. What, keep it, what radio? It's basement radio. Keep it basement? Put it down with Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, keep it basement, the idiot. What's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. What's up, homie? Do you want me to shout out Mike Sweeney? Or, or, what are you, Jewish? Uh, no, I'm actually not. No, I'm not Jewish. Would it be better if, you, uh, well, if I told you I was Jewish? Oh, no, you're a white kid, right? Yeah, what? Yeah, I'm white. Oh, no, I'm just trying to Sweeney. I know some people. All right, so basically, you want me to shout out... Keep it basement, right? We in the building, still. Keep it basement? Yeah. Keep it, what, like, keep it, like, keep it in the house. Keep it, yeah. keep it basement. Yes. And what, what's your name, you guys? Hi, my name is Hi, my name is Hi, my name is Hi. Kevin Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, but that was so cool. Oh, man, how did I get that wrong? Nikki Paris, and you're listening to Keep It Basement Radio. Don't go anywhere, bitch. And you keep doing you. <laughs> What like, the fuck is this? My ex was a gang member, right? <laughs> did she get jumped in or did she get, or did she get trained in? Like, I'm like, did, and I you didn't... couldn't ask her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what do you do for a living? How was that your girlfriend then? She was getting all that cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> did she crip walk on you? Uh, That's not so bad. <laughs> okay, bro, thanks. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> it's marginal. <laughs> you know what's crazy? A, a lot of white people will never think big, big picture as black people do. Uh, I like hip-hop culture. I feel like I'm part of the hip-hop culture, but I don't know where I stand, and I feel weird about it. He's like, you should. Like, I'm like, marginal. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black, That's not so bad. Have it, folks. Keep it, <laughs> keep it, basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory, like Oprah's Bugatti. Damn, that shit was dope. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Yo, yo, a lot of times these comedians they don't keep it basement or people in entertainment don't factor in <clears throat> like they're like consistency's key. Just keep doing it. But they don't factor in like they're famous and millions of people will listen to them or a lot of people. And when you're up and coming, you don't get the opportunities like they do. And it's more or less like luck of the draw. Like you could put out, we could put out all these podcast episodes for years, and they could be gems. But no one will listen because we don't. We're not big. We're not big Sam comedians. We're not famous radio personalities. But like, it's like it feels like is it wasted all this? Wait, not wasted energy, but like wasted content. Or will people come back and listen when we're famous and get? And then we'll get me too. <laughs> but it's like Hashtag it's me. interesting how it works. And um, it's just weird because when you listen to people in their podcast, they talk about how like they just started up from like out of nowhere and made like a thousand a month or this and that and when you're doing it for so long you don't get paid you, you know you're not getting paid it's just like stand-up comedy it takes time but they get opportunities and it's just interesting how it works and how, how important networking is or being somebody with a following makes it that much more easier because you could have a dog shit podcast but be famous and get millions of views and get million and get a lot of money 
but you could be like creative individuals working at it like all the time, being consistent and still not blow up. Like that's the name of the game. It's more important. Consistency is important, but also is networking and obviously having a following. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like that's actually a concept that's kind of overlooked. Like, because everyone's doing a podcast now, but like none of them have great views unless you are probably a hot girl or already established in some sort of way. So that's why I sometimes I tend to disagree with like a Schultz or somebody like that because they already had a pretty decent comedy career. Yeah. Maybe nothing huge. They weren't selling out, but like they were getting by and they were you know getting getting some deals, getting some show appearances. So it wasn't that hard for them to have the audience to for them to move the audience they already had onto, yeah. onto their new shit like his you, you know your YouTube clips and other stuff yeah like <clears throat> you know he had people knew his face already from MTV it's not like he was a me yeah. or you where nobody we walked down the, we walked in New York City and we're never getting recognized like for anything like, not that we should I'm saying like you know you had some hookups beforehand and you just need more help sometimes like he has like an Alex Media to help produce his stuff and edit his stuff and because he, he has the funds to pay him or however it works and sometimes, and we're trying to figure out people like us who are not in a hub area, New York or in L.A., to try and just make it off of something in the middle of nowhere as two nobodies, kind of like academics. Well, New Jersey's maybe. not terrible. Well, yeah, the, what, what academics did, what I always talk about is how they're talking about something people care about because no one cares about them. You got what I'm saying? So the Adam 22s and the academics is... Um, Van Latham TMZ look at the philosophy they use and it works and you can still build your career around it people say it's selling out but it's not it's just being smart marketing in a way yeah. so academics had a passion for hip hop so he's going to talk about the news and what's going on and what's trending I mean I might not be able to do that because I'm a white guy and it'll be a culture vulture type thing like DJ Vlad they'll call me that <laughs> But and it's so much negativity but he put out the news and he got big off of that so it's like if you're not famous, you have to find a way to get known and get exposure, and that's the way they did it. And now he's able to produce shows and do other stuff in other fields. And I'm thinking in 2019, more than ever, I try to tell comedians this and people that comedy is just a component to who you are and your gift. You can make people laugh and do prank videos on YouTube and be a millionaire. You could do podcasts. You could do radio. It all correlates together in some shape or form. And I think the philosophy of just doing stand-up open mics nonstop is, is very tough and it's very hard. I'd rather not work a nine to five and do something I hate, and I'd rather get paid to produce a podcast, produce a radio show, and then do a stand up comedy at night. And I feel like that's really winning because I'm aligning my passions together with all that. But I understand the grind of nine to five and 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 hustling the comedy at night. Yeah, well, that's goes with helping to get a following and to get a fan base to get people to give you shots because you're not just gonna be able to start producing a podcast and make money. Out of thin air, like... And how about these guys who said they work, like, 18-hour days on social media and, like, just were doing social media nonstop, making videos and going viral, or they were doing comedy nonstop, like, were their parents rich? Did they, like... What was the deal here? Did they have money already? Like, did they not... Co do they factor in that people have to, uh, like, pay for bills and shit, and, like, as you get older, it's more life comes on, marriage, women, pregnancy, no mm -hmm. condoms... Uh, life hits you, you know, the younger you are, you're smart. Like that, well, that kid, Lance 2, 210, my friend interviewed him, mm -hmm. and he was making videos, and he was creating, pro he was uh, learning programs, editing everything at the age of 16, 17 in high school, not going out, and it paid off, and he's a millionaire by 18. He wanted to be a millionaire by like 22 or something, or make a lot of money, and in one year, he like blew up off of Vine, and like just did comedy videos nonstop, and they were like, what do you think about stand-up comedy? He's like, oh, I respect the people who do it, but I'm pretty, pretty scared to do it, but I think I could do it. But he like his whole thing was making people feel better, making people laugh, and he used his comedy in the form of pranks and stuff. But I guess that's not really being a real comedian because you're an internet comedian. Yeah, I gotta look into him more. I don't really know him, but um, yeah, I mean, I I because I well, 
I had like a weird thing happen to me today that I'm not going to talk about, but like in terms of my personal whatever. Thanks but for bringing that up for no reason. I appreciate it. No, it's going to co-align with what I'm about to say if you shut your giant horse mouth up. Okay, um, don't rob my house. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm gonna rob your house. Look dressed like this. <laughs> nice yeah. outfit. I don't get. I don't get it. Anytime I put on a beanie, everyone's like, "What are you gonna rob a bag?" I'm like, "It's fucking ten degrees out. What do you think I'm gonna wear?" You look like a fucking hobo or a derelict, Mike. I don't give a shit. I'll kick the shit. You Mike, two, you're a home invader. Two hits. I hit you. You hit the floor. Oh, what do we? Sounds like a home invasion right now. What the hell's that? Mike, it's the heat. The pace gotta warm up. <laughs> <laughs> you are literally retarded. <laughs> I'm telling you, we gotta do Joe Sweeney segments. Right. As you were saying, this is supposed to be like a more serious entrepreneurial saying, type podcast like, creative talk. I'm saying, like, yeah, like, like, like that. And then what did you do? You explained that to like a locker and his like mind is blown, but then he'll watch these funny vi- viral videos on Facebook and he'll kind of be like, holy shit, you could do that. I can't do that because like I'm yeah, old or whatever, funny. even though, even though he's the one we, you've gotten viral. Yeah. Like, like you can't seriously ha- with the right mindset go into your nine to five every day knowing that there's an 18 year old out there making funny videos for a million bucks. Yeah. And and be happy with this your Lance you two ten. You can't do it. I'm not kidding you. This Lance two ten. I didn't know anything about him. My buddy knows him from the gym. My radio, my radio friend, my radio intern type guy, like co-host uh, in South Jersey. He's from the area. Goes to the gym. This guy was able to take a year off to work out and better himself to get six pack abs. This Lance two ten. He doesn't care about the money. He goes. Do you know how many people who probably want to kill that kid who are doing forklift operating jobs, moving trucks, Although conducting you make good money trains? Doing that too. I know you do, but no, it's like it's hard, fine, actual hard work. Yeah. This asshole's going around videotaping his fucking grandma and mom. They're all fucking famous. They're all got 300,000 followers on Instagram. They're all fucking getting their own sh- shit, clothes, merch. You name it. He's bought his own house. His He, he laughed. He got someone who stole a $15,000 Rolex from his house. A $15,000 fucking Rolex. You know what I mean? Like, this kid's crazy, the amount of money he made. But hey, listen, it's not about the money. He, he, he was just saying, account. he was literally just saying that, like, even if he wasn't didn't have this Audi R8 and all these cars in this house, he'd still be creating content. And he actually says at the end of the day, it gets depressing because people don't care about you. Like, you're trying to make people feel better, but they just want the content. They want the content. And, and that's why he took a break from that. And that's why people probably take breaks where they do years of content and traveling, and other times they just hang with family. Oh, to that's all, all I want to do is travel. I have enough fun. That's what the travel. great thing about comedian is you're, you're pretty much fortunate yourself to travel because yeah. you have to, and then you just stand up at night and you're paying for that. I mean, I understand that. It's not yeah, the Lens 210 thing was wild. A good interview with my buddy, I think, is Prime One Media, uh, my buddy Alex. Check that interview out. Yeah, send it to me. It's a local Jersey guy, so I respect anyone from Jersey, you know, interviewing someone big and also getting the. Just doing big things in New Jersey, and that kid's from New Jersey, Lance, and he goes to L.A. back and forth, and it's just crazy how he can make it and stuff. And he technically considers people comedians who are online. I know a lot of regular comedians wouldn't consider that, but it's interesting to look at the different perspectives and the interviews. I like listening to certain shit. Yeah, I mean, I not it's not even getting so much money to the point where you don't even like you're kind of just like a zombie and people don't care about you anymore. It's just. You're still doing something you like doing. Like you can't, he can't honestly say he doesn't like making those funny videos, and and that's what you get paid from. Like that's like, how can you not like that? Oh, good abs, but it's just a. His grandma's more popping than us. <laughs> it's just I think explain it's to all, the people what you saw. It's all like a mindset. So like for him to be into those studying those programs and and learning how to probably do different camera angles and you know make different videos at 16 years old like it's all it's all like in the hustle 
and like we like, I could never focus that much. That's me why I, that's why I feel like me comedians that's why are just like let me go on stage, so let me go like, on stage and talk for ten minutes because I can't focus on creating a program or doing this. I can't. I, I get it. I can't of. comprehend it. I'm I'm slow. And I've been told this by multiple people. I made myself learn. I was terrible too. My buddy Taylor. Then it's made like me teach you. Then it's like you want to do your hustle at night. So say you got to go to your day job during the day to pay your bills, and then you want to do your hustle at night and make videos, make content, do stand up. Yeah. You you get out of your day job. Where you deal with fucking idiots all day, chasing people for shit, Energy begging training. people for shit, emailing people, calling people, ch- trying to just get through the day. Maybe a maybe a freaking hour lunch break if you get the chance, and then and then the d- end of the day hits, and you're like, all right, now I got to start my real job because that's what I really like and want to do. And you're completely drained. And then it's eight o'clock. You want to eat, go to the gym, and you're beat. And then we got you know sixteen year olds who are like, well, fuck it, and they just. Dedicate the whole day to learning, you know, p- new programs, filming, filming them. Even Ryan Davis, remember he quit the uh, he quit the pharmacy tech job and he just did social media all day and the old Dell Beckham thing blew up. Yeah, it paid off. And, and in 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 two years, not even I thought right. And, and then did that in 2015. He's selling out clubs in 2017. Lance 210 never did a podcast in his life. Was fine on the podcast, like it didn't matter. Like you, when you're talented, you could go on and talk, you know? Yeah, and he could go start his own podcast tomorrow and have a bunch of listeners. And he doesn't even care. He's like, no, nah. he's like, I got my stuff. He has like 11 million followers on YouTube, uh, Facebook, it got deleted or whatever, then YouTube, million followers, uh, plaques, mad money. And he's like, to me, it seemed like, and for him, it seemed like, why well, do a podcast? And like, he, you have to pay for a shout out on his page. Like, he does not going to promote the podcast. Like, Kelly was talking about that. And he was like, dude, like, like my friend was like, nah, he's never going to promote. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he's going to help you out and promote. He's like, nah. He's like, you have to like pay him to put be on his page. Like he gets paid six figures off social media, and he's like, "Dude, I gave so many people jobs, opportunities." And I'm like, "What's this kid talking about?" He's like, "Fucking, he has no shit." He's twenty. And then I started listening to him, and he's saying, "If you have a following on you on social media on Instagram, you could get paid like six figures." So he's like, "I got my bo- I, He's got people because you don't have to worry about putting out your stuff. You're putting out other people's yeah, stuff. Exactly. And pay you're because you, con- you have the followers. You're a curator or whatever. You just sit there and you uh, like brands want to be sponsored by you, and they send you stuff, and then people like will pay. To be put on your page, and you become famous off of your own brand on social media, and it's like he even said it's like a hyped up lifestyle. Like he's more introverted, and he's not even as big as as like as he portrays himself on the TV, on the film, on the YouTube, and all the all the things he does. Well, that's what it's Sean like was saying, act. paying twenty five hundred dollars to for Worldstar to post you. Okay, imagine we got this podcast big enough, and our Instagram was popping, and a guy was just like. And we could tell some guy who's maybe starting like a little business or whatever, hey, yeah, give us three grand and we'll repost you in a day. We do that twice a week. We're we're sitting pretty. Fat boy makes six figures off that. How about the comment I showed you about that guy uh, Jacob or whatever? Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this before in the another guy podcast. Long ass neck. No, no. Well, him too. The one comedian who's a black dude, he's like, I, I still work the nine to five and sacrifice yeah, 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 and hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one guy, Jacob, who does the cop videos, I forget his name. He was like an right. actor, comedy guy too, but like didn't make it in that in that thing. He does social media. He's like, bro, I respect that you have a nine to five. Like, I, I really respect that, but there's no way you sh- you should not be making six figures right now off your social media page alone because of your following. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Like, I under I respect. Uh, like, I talk about it all the time. I feel like we fucking always talk about this but it's very interesting I respect the comedians who work the 9 to 5 working hard but if you were able to have like 300,000 followers real followers and real stuff and make 6 figures off that you wouldn't have to do a 9 to 5 and you could just fucking fuck around all day write and then go do comedy at night and still make money because you're famous and people want to see you and you'll get fans so how is that cheating how is that fake I just don't I don't get it you know um you it's probably not didn't that. listen. You probably didn't listen to the whole thing I just said be quiet I did listen fucking I didn't idiot. Know that dipshit I fucking am tired 
I listen because you say every day to me. Okay, uh, for all you Keep It Basement listeners, thank you. We appreciate you. But you, you're disgusting. But you guys don't realize the text that this kid sends me all day. He does the same day, thing when he gets excited. Same thing. Not when I get excited. When I get bitter. Okay. And you are I got such food a sick allergies. Fuck. It's not that people think that that's cheating. People are anti doing the videos, the viral videos, the comedy videos from the get go, and then getting the following, and then going into okay. do the clubs. What and about stuff. shout out to Jesus and Mero? Jesus, Jesus, he used to do stand up and never made it, and now he's popping. Are they going to say he's fake if he does comedy again? Because he did no, comedy. He got popping through. But he wasn't big. He got popping through the podcast and through Twitter and stuff. He wasn't necessarily just putting videos out on Instagram. Yeah, but sure. it's all I'm I'm on I'm of the mindset where it's all under the same umbrella. Like Schultz says it, it's there's no more of that world, guys. There's no more of that. Okay, do you open mics for a few years? Somebody asks you to open out on the road. You, you know, become a headliner on the road. You get a late night spot. No, it's all dead. Nobody cares that you're on the Tonight Show. Like that died. People care that you have a million followers on Instagram because they're gonna watch you. They're gonna watch your video if you have a million followers. Okay. Me or you, someone with low, uh, not a big following, whatever, makes a dumb, uh, dumb video. No one's gonna watch it. Uh, a king People batch, locally, though. a king b- batch, or somebody with three million followers makes the exact same video with the exact same shit. Everyone's gonna watch it because they already have the following. Exactly. How about people locally think like I'm like I'm big when I'm not? Like I wrote, I'm not famous, That's but I interview great. famous people. But you probably, you probably, if you break it down for this era, you probably are pretty big. And you're still <laughs> a shit big. Yeah, yeah. But like people like texting me, old people, or like when they see me out, but like not tooting my own horn, seriously, not. And how about when I wrote in the email for that one bar they let me in? I'm like, well, I'm not famous, but I interview famous people. Because people are in their own world. The Stefano was talking about this too. Because you would go out to the, you know, you go out to the middle of the country where people are just living their lives, feeding their kids or whatever, and they don't even know that. About the R. Kelly shit. They don't even know about the Michael Jackson. They don't even know who you are. They don't even know. I love they that. don't know who Fat Boy SSE is. They don't know who King Batch is. They don't know who That's Supreme like Dave Chappelle is. lives on a fucking farm. And they don't care. Okay? They're just they're away in life. Like and 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 somebody locally who's just wrapped up in their nine to five, maybe they're a doctor or something, they go on Instagram. They're not like us where we live on social media. Maybe they go on Instagram once a day, once every couple of days, check it out, like Facebook people. And then they see you. They're not addicted like us. The mo- yeah, they're not addicted. The most recent thing they saw is oh, Mike Sweeney interviewed uh Andrew We're on Schultz. Google if you type in That's King pretty cool. I know. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. Now I think it he's bigger than he is good. because I don't I'm not indulged in it as much. Think about it. If someone was on your page every day and saw that you sometimes we're up, sometimes we're down. We have a good podcast. We had a good guest. Other days, we're just like, we're nothing. I'm still doing open mics. I'm not a fucking, I'm not on the road doing comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're still working a shit job or whatever. But they, and they see that every day, then they realize it. But if they're going on every once in a while, they're checking in on you and they see, hey, I interviewed this porn star. I got a million hits. Hey, my, my uncle's on Worldstar. Hey, I just interviewed yeah, yeah, Mickey yeah. Gall. They're going to think you're the shit. There's people who think that if they're very tuned into social media, but a lot of people who follow me aren't and they're very old school and don't understand it. So, like, I can have a million views on YouTube and they don't care or, like, do a porn exotica but like if i do something like traditional like like old style type thing where it's like put up a fox sports link of my stupid like but if i put up like a sports link all of a sudden i'll get people texting me dude you're on radio and like i'm like yeah i've been producing and doing this and like sometimes i get on shifts yeah They're like dude that's amazing you're gonna make it big one day and i'm like thinking like dude radio is not what it is like i get more listens through a fucking podcast and youtube but well, podcast okay. is the new radio podcast is the new everything podcast media videos but you see what YouTube. i'm saying it's like they just see something like you could fool people that's why people get fooled and so you could hustle women like mm-hmm. you could like you could get pussy off your us. you could get pussy off your purpose like that's one thing you no can shit, do especially when you can buy you hype it up you, especially when you can hire people to edit your pictures 
<laughs> we'll talk about that. But wait, even when you're not famous, I think that's all you have, really. That's how I got pussy was like to like kind of like promote my purpose in a way, and not like act bigger than I am. But like you can if you wanted to. People do that. Like there's fucking people out here who act way bigger than they are. I see it all the time. I like see even comedians like I respect it. Like they'll be open mic and they'll act like they are. It's their show. And very, it's very interesting to me. So like, why can't I do that when I I actually downplay myself? Like I talked to someone who's a fitness person and fit personal trainer, and I respect the hell out of her because she posts nonstop on social media. She's like, who gives a fuck? She's like, you should do it as well. And um, she's like, it doesn't matter. Like, people think like, who cares? I'm like, yeah, I got my family on there, my niece and this and that. And she's like, nah, it doesn't matter. Like, who gives a shit? And she's like, right, like, why not promote on both? But like, the thing is, it's just funny how people operate and just weird how it works. Yeah, well, it's part of that. Faking it till you make it. Do you think these Supreme Patties, all these guys with the huge followings, no, they bought they shout outs. They, they weren't even big. Buying did, shout didn't you hear what Sean Kelly said? He said they're not, like, some of them aren't even that funny in person. And the fact of the matter is, you actually have the exposure before the talent. So, yeah, my social media I did Locker wrong. I put Locker fake. on my page. I put Locker on my page, not trying to get fame or anything. It'd be cool to get exposure from my other stuff, but I didn't have enough stuff out. I, he made World Star three or four times. I think the max you can make it, I got paid $50 each time and or $100, which is cool, you know. Bought me some, me and some bitches food. No, I'm kidding. But, um, and like, I didn't do it right. Like Sean Kelly said, like, I didn't pay for a shout out. I didn't, he's like, you got paid to be on? Like, he didn't even know. All his friends he knows are paying to be on Worldstar. I got fucking paid to be on. Mm -hmm. That's their content, though. They own it now. And like, I didn't know it was just cool to be on and like had to sign something. But yeah, it's just weird how it works because like, I didn't have a locker page at the time. And if I did, he probably would have blew up. And also, you have to kind of have the foundation there. Mm -hmm. You have to have the identity, especially to connect with these young kids. That's what a lot of people don't realize. Like, your Supreme Patties, they have to connect with a young crowd. They do stuff to fit in. They do the pranks. They do all that bullshit. And they all copy each other's trends. But you had to pay it for shout-outs like, and just, like, be in people's faces. And now this guy is traveling around the world doing fucking rapping, comedy, bringing people on. Like, like not real comedy, as comedians would think, but he's, like, doing comedy shows, rap shows. And to Sean Kelly, he was a comedian. And he's fucking famous, and he makes a ton of money. Yeah. Well, and he yeah. gets a bunch of sponsors. Plus... Yeah, because social media is the fake you anyway. So it's all hyped up version. Even it's, it's going to be your funniest best video. Like that's the a video. Don't get. At this point in the in a Supreme Ca- Patty career or whoever, somebody with a huge like following. The fu- how do you? What the fuck does jellyfish smell? Smells like no. a jellyfish. It's all. How do you know what a jellyfish smells? It's disgusting. How do you not know what a jellyfish smells? Like have you ever been on the Jersey Shore? That jellyfish smell, you dirty, 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 dirty water. Yeah, you I don't jerk pick them up and throw them in my face and smell them. You freak. All right, but I smelled my shoes at the gym one day. Who is just a sick weirdo yeah like and now especially with a big enough following enough money a supreme patty whoever they're probably freaking editing these videos hardcore to make them as funny and original they're not editing come on not them i'm saying their teams yeah and you now you're stuck on this whole editing thing you don't get it like you don't you understand this is what happens and this is why it's tough because he said delegate your time because you know how much money he lost in energy sean kelly because he did everything yeah i gotta what am i gonna do go to honduras to china to get someone to edit my video for ten dollars i do get it i'm telling you we have to freaking outsource and get people to help us but we just nobody so we're just we're giving it ourselves we're like talking like no one cares but if people are listening we're giving game to you people who are comedians entertainers podcasters everything anyone who's who's good with editing and video and the road us out and think you're and 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 are interested in and in doing more freelancing whatever? Please reach out. I'm going to keep it 100. Seriously. I'm the least cockiest, arrogant person there is, but I'm I think if real fans, people who really listen to us, friends, know that we're not anything. I know, but we're, we're paving like we're ways for people. I have people text me; they want to start podcasts or ask me questions or ask me how to edit. Are people asking you know, me what kind of equipment we use. I actually never text them. Back even a way we're paving the way, even if they're not going to admit it or say it, that we're right. and we've got a good traction for being nobodies. And like the porn stuff helped, but no, we're no going to be somebody's. Like we've we've got we've get, pay, came a good way. So I'm showing you the blueprint, and you should be listening or learning from us to tell you like what needs to be done. 
because I'm, I'm I still got questions. I'm asking, why do you think I interview Schultz? I ask him these things off air, on air. I don't give a shit. I'm asking because I want to help everybody. I don't care. It'd be great if we form some fucking super team. The competition thing is so stupid. Remember that one episode where comedians get jealous of each other about their specials? Mm-hmm. All bullshit. Just create content and do work and follow blueprints. So any video production editors, anybody good with programming? Fuck all your haters. What do we use? Adobe Premiere, Adobe, whatever. <laughs> he doesn't even know because I do it all, but apparently I don't do anything. Uh, that's apparently I don't do anything. Meanwhile, I'm the one who's got us the sponsors and got us interviews. But yeah, sure. Um, please reach out to us if you do listen. We really don't know. My one buddy does an anchor. Don't I don't even know what that is. You could do it off your phone and you, you get paid off ads anybody and stuff. Who enjo- anybody who enjoys filming off their freaking iPhone and is good at it, not even if you're good you at could it, do, you reach out to us. We need people to help us with production. Yeah, you're we iPhone's get it. If you, want, if you want mic time and you want to be, you want to do stuff with us, we get it. We'll we'll come to some sort of conclu- you know some sort of solution. But we do we do need people to help editing because we try to we're trying to put out a lot of content well, in, a, in a little amount of time. The one thing I told you and you got mad at me in a way. I was like, yo, you comedians, like the thing is, you guys are really creative and talented, but you guys at the same time aren't. You guys are so lackadaisical and just basic because well, we're lazy because you yeah, you just talk on a mic for ten minutes. You can't learn lazy. a program and edit. Yeah, it is. You just go up on stage and you ramble and talk for ten minutes. I'll, obviously, you have to have the balls to do and no, not everyone can. I know that before well, getting shit, I know. I'm also personally slow and retarded when it comes to like but, computer programs and stuff. I know from experience. But I for, just don't have the mental capacity for But it. like you kind of have to force yourself either am I I'm terrible but like like creating content in ways of video and everything like this. The people who like creating videos that's just as creative if not more creative but stand-up comedy takes balls and it's riskier and it's realer thing. But yeah. what I'm saying is like to learn a program or to like create a YouTube video or like like something on a microphone and like put yourself on the screen is just as tough sometimes as comedy in a way because you're got to learn all the hours of the the step and everything and then comedy is a whole game itself you got to learn the jokes the punchlines everything but it's just it's just wild how it works but like cuz like sometimes I get at zappy for not knowing anything and I tell him like yo comedy is the laziest thing you could do sometimes and sometimes he agrees and sometimes he gets mad at me but I'm not always right I'm just saying my opinion well, anybody who who is anybody, please please reach out to us and anything we can do for you and you can do for us and we can make it a team effort and get on all these fucking media and make our own media train like all these Schultz's and Flagrant Twos and fucking your compound medias. I've your, been trying to do that. I don't your, even know what the fuck. Your podcast media. ones. We might as well just be a network together. Yeah, anybody in the local Jersey area. Anyway. Sure, we try not to say it a lot, but yes, we are in fucking central New Jersey. Anybody no, anywhere reach out to us. Tri state area. It doesn't matter. You know, if you if you if you get paid to edit girls' Instagram photos, reach out to us. You too. love that topic. We we'll would get love to, that. to have that. We'd love to. Have I got that. one I like more. That thing. My own photos. I got one more thing. This is why podcast and combo is interesting because, like I said, like what I say is seriously not though. Keep it basement. DM us on it. Uh, keep it basement. Instagram, Twitter. You you know, reach out to me or Sweeney if you know us. If you have us, social media, obviously. And yeah, cut me off like Zappy. Just kidding. Be quiet. But uh, like anyone can have an opinion, you know. And another thing was we talk about how like in the world today. This is another topic, but like everyone has an opinion, but they don't need to have an opinion. And I don't care that you're filming me right now. <laughs> but like everyone has an opinion, but doesn't need to have an opinion. That's pretty real. Like no you shit. don't have to have an opinion about something. But what I'm saying is I'm not a right all the time. And I was listening. This is why it's funny listening to podcasts. I was listening to podcast combo, and Schultz was saying like, "There's n- there's no more mystique on social media anymore." Like Will Smith did it right. He created the Instagram. His movies were bombing. People weren't relating to him. They weren't connecting with him emotionally. You have to be connected emotionally. Johnny Depp's doing it wrong. He still thinks he's the pirate from Pirate of the Caribbeans. He's also a gazillionaire. Before and that, he Smith. and like he like he needs to be out more, and everyone needs to be a part of it to succeed. Then I listened to another podcast with Karen Civil. She's like a hip hop person behind the scenes, does stuff with YG, Dr. Dre, all this p- good stuff, and Charlamagne, all that. Like everyone knows in the hip hop world, she's from New Jersey. Shout out to her. I interviewed her way back. She was saying that Mystique Check is that interview out on YouTube.com/slash Key Basement, and also 
like the SoundCloud. But yeah, s- saying to, she got a lot of views back in the day, but then my SoundCloud got deleted. I had to redo it. So yeah, so she was like, "How being Mystique is in like you got to do that. Like like be who you are. Like you don't have to show everyone what you, everything. You don't have to be a part of every joke. You don't have to be a part of Black Twitter. So there's a good balance. You know, I'm listening to one podcast. The guy's telling me to do anything. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you like you film myself taking a shit pretty much. And then she's telling like only promote your ticket things or your album or this and that. And like you could be hidden. You don't have to always be on social media because she was saying if you're on social media all day, what else aren't you doing? And that's totally right when you're addicted. I agree with that. You could be on social media looking at dumb shit, girls in bikinis, and you're missing out on creating. True that. <laughs> and uh, she said, keep some mystique, like kind of like J Rock does, TD, Kendrick Lamar, J Cole. Like they're not always a part of the conversation, but well, they'll come back and forth, and they're still popular and one of the best rapping people ever. You know? Yeah. At some point, you got to just stop listening and like listen for motivation for knowledge. But like at the end of the day, you're going to get different. Uh, you're going to get different views from different people, and some of them are going to work for you. Some of them aren't going to work for you. And you're gonna agree with some of them. You're gonna disagree with some of them. So at the end of the day, you kind of just gotta take it all on the, on the chest yourself and just and just go for it and just do whatever you how think about is right. And don't waste your time because we're very good at doing that. Yeah, definitely. How's Jesus and Marrow? How about like the Showtime show? Shout out to them. I think they're getting the YouTube back in, which is good because Schultz is right about that. Well, I, I'm sorry we're going hard on Schultz, but you maybe listen to well, a couple Schultz him, episodes. But he no, the Schultz episodes are great because yeah, he's doing a swing of the, all the bit popping off podcasts on the West Coast, like your fighter, yeah, the yeah, Theo Vaughn's. And he was talking about they were talking about brilliant idiots. Pretty much, uh, like you can't bring that YouTube crowd like that. You like they made a f- killing off the YouTube crowd with Vice, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you expect like the millennials and people who love them, the hip hop base, to buy Showtime in New York City if they don't have it? No, they want to fucking like burn that shit illegally. They want to listen to it on Fire Stick yeah, or yeah, anything. Yeah. That's why YouTube. He's like the that's freest, why quickest form is is YouTube. Yeah, but exactly. But if you're like Showtime, old school, traditional, you're paying millions for these guys to come on, right? And they waited long enough. My buddy says that they lost followings because they had to wait so long because it took a while. They were missing out on content. They couldn't do anything in their contract. That's another issue. But how about having not having them on YouTube is another thing. I think now they're back to being on YouTube. They're allowed. But at first, they weren't going to do it Showtime. So we were just going to have a TV show late at night for 30 minutes and your core audience of hip-hop people and people who aren't buying Showtime weren't going to see it and that would kill them. And think about how... Fr- and and, and Deezus and Mero, the most classic origin story of all time. They 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 made a career off of starting just Tweeting. going back and forth and, on Twitter on, on trending topics, funny tweets. That's motivation. Then they made the podcast. Then they got the gig at Complex. Then they got the gig at Vice. Then they got the gig at Showtime, which is on the second episode, which is very good. They just did two episodes. Um... Like that's insane if you think about it. And they actually knew each other from way back in the day, but hadn't talked in forever. And then they reminisced on yeah, they Twitter. Seemed like they weren't as close as they. Were, yeah, you know what I mean, they got and close. some that's well, that's what happens sometimes. You have to make it a relationship because you're gr- so great together on air. That's why fucking you, you have like your Opie and Anthony's, you have your freaking you know, uh, Ron and Fez's, and your guys who you know would bite he- butt heads <laughs> off air. Your Mike and Mike's, Mike Francesa and Mike the Mad Dog would butt heads off air. But on air, you got to keep it cool because you guys make a gazillion dollars. And but, then um, another thing was. Like MTV, like they're late on everything, but they're not. They were early on all that guy code stuff. It hit. All those other shows are losses. And then, but all that shit's gone now. Look at the MTV thing now, was it's though, going they, to they shit. look at all the talent that they had and they they couldn't make money off of. They're so dumb. Aquafina, Pete Davidson, yeah. to Stefano, a hundred million comedians. You just go other who, places. Their net worth is amazing now, and who are big and huge. That's like the thing. They, they, they they, now we have no platform to put comedians on, though. That's the thing. I, I forget who's saying this. I think it was DeStefano a couple months back. Is like if you if they made a guy code now, starting now, it would just be a YouTube like a YouTube show, a YouTube show. That's what uh, Schultz was t- saying. He wanted need common MTV sense network. to be on, and then his stuff, and it would take a hit on the network. Like no one watched on TV late at night. Yeah. 
but instead it would kill on YouTube, and they didn't understand that these companies and networks. Yeah. That's why he hates all those companies and networks. Well, yeah, he, well, he's predicting that Netflix is going to be gone in three years. Showtime's HBO's, all these networks are going to die out, and it's just going to be YouTube and that's Instagram and social media. And your instant, your instant quick video hits, the stuff that's free. Instagram, where people watch stuff, Instagram and YouTube. Netflix is still huge though, but he's like, it's not going to last because the the content is too long. Your hour specials, your movies, you know, your documentaries, it's long, like. They, some people just want the, the short, quick stuff, especially for comedy, especially comedy stuff. A documentary, you kind of have to go a little bit longer, maybe a film, but like comedy, you want to hear one or two funny bits, and instead of having to sit through the silent gaps and the whole aspect of the special, they'll just go up and look the next quick bit video that they have. That's why he puts out two-minute clips. That's why Alex Media found for him that, hey, somebody fa- saw one of your viral cl- clips on your YouTube and watched that one, and they ended up watching all of them and were on your channel for two hours. That's what he said happened. Yeah, and then <clears throat> how about when he was saying that no one's listening, like listen, watching a whole special on Netflix, and you got at me because I don't watch whole Netflix specials because I think they're boring. I never got at you. Yeah, you did. You're like, bro, you didn't see that one? Like, I'm going to watch some guy I'm not emotionally invested in. Not you. Stupid. Not you because you're not into comedy. But he's but like, I am, though, but I'm not. Like, I'm not going to watch. I'll go and look, watch uh, old Chris Rock special. I'm the same way. I rarely watch Netflix specials in front of the They're fucking boring. The ones I really love, like, oh, I know they're funny. And I really wanted to see it, like the Chappelle one. Just I watched like a Chappelle the one, the Z's one. Other. I watched the fucking. Uh, I don't Sebastian even laugh one. the whole time. I just want to see the production. I don't laugh a lot. I don't laugh a lot of comedy. Um, I watch a couple ones that I really liked. Uh, Tom, you know, mostly stories. Tom Segura and uh, a couple of Mark Marins, Mulaney. But no, I don't watch it either. Too. Yeah, it's just a. It's too long of a. It's too long of aspect. And nobody even cares about the production aspect of it. You don't need to have a show. We're just. I'm just re spitting out what shows saying. But like, you don't need a theater. You don't need a curtain. Nobody really cares that much. The thing with comedy is you're getting your chops in. That's what I didn't realize in life. You know, yeah. it's it just like it's like a pretty much if you're a comedian, unless you're famous, like that guy Brandon who was a UFC fighter and gave him shit. Brandon Shaw. Yeah. You're doing it for like 15 years without being anything. But I'm yeah. saying you could fast track that now. Why wait? That's my whole fucking point. You could, but it's still a hustle, and that's what we're working on right now. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, that's why you don't get shit on people who are going to open mics or even doing shit oh, shows in New Jersey and hype really. it up. I just think they're it's trying wild. to get their name out there, and, but also not just. I think their it's name more risky. They're also practicing the craft. I know. Like you can't just not do stand up for six months, go up and kill. I mean, you could if you're great, but well, you could if you're like you got to practice the f- formation of the joke. You could if you're already famous, lines. you could suck. It doesn't matter. Well, you yeah. c- and you, or if you have a podcast, you could just go up there and talk about your podcast. That's what true. That's why do. they say like when a Chappelle or a Chris Rock somebody does a drop in somewhere right now, they're not going to bomb because they're just that big and that great, and people love them that much. People but you still have the slight listen. chance to bomb. I think even if you're a huge name, it, okay, it just you might, might not be the right. Setting. Here's the thing, though, especially to a person like you who said you don't even laugh that much anyway. So if you were at the comedy cell tomorrow night and Chappelle walked in and listen. does an hour, I like listen. You might not even laugh. I he's like also a gem thrower, but I'm just saying, like, he's not even a comedian anymore. He's like a fucking philosophizer. That's why, like, I don't even pay attention to laugh sometimes. But like, I, obviously, it's necessary. And like, I'm not a huge laugher, but I listen and I try to like observe. Kind of, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, well, comedy's kind of towing that line now. Like, even like what Schultz is saying, the content that is, um, what is he call, that he calls flagrant? Is it like sometimes it's it's actually blowing your mind more than making you laugh. It's entertaining you in a different kind of way. You're not even laughing yeah, yeah. at it. You're like, holy crap, that's right. Yeah. You might laugh because he put some. Fu- you put some funny peppers in there. You put some funny gems, some funny punchlines. But you might actually just be completely changing a mindset, especially a lot of topical humor, politi- politics, especially the stuff that Schultz does, politics, transgender, sex, 
you know, whatever. It's that's different than your classic dick joke. Like yeah. you, you're just you're. He's saying he wants to change people's mindsets on things. He wants to make you. So he wants to turn a Democrat into a Republican. Yeah. He wants to turn to turn a, tra- a straight person into a gay person. Shit we like are that. blowing Schultz. My whole point. That's what it is. Though. Well, he's we're cool. talking a little bit of shit about him. Yeah, too, but my whole thing is though, the if they did a brilliant idiots podcast, they could literally bomb and still be funny. Their fans are there and they love them. You get yeah. what I'm saying? If Jesus, Jesus and Mero, it's Jesus with a D. It's not that hard. Jesus, good. Within Jesus and Mero would go to like that New York City comedy thing. They could bomb, but they're hosts of a show. They'll bring in there. They'll talk about stories, talk about trending topics, and they'll win. They don't have to ever rehearse a certain thing they do. They probably might. But I'm saying is now more than ever they're not bombing because their core audience is coming out to see them because they're known. Yeah, you have to even build if up the, that even following, even if which they build up off of viral tweets and, and a podcast. And the funny, funny thing here is, you could be a Mike comedian, and no one knows who you are, and you open up for somebody famous. You could be funny, and you might not even get as many laughs as you could. If, but the other person's not as funny, but they already have the audience, so they're gonna laugh. We really gotta interview. If we could interview Diaz and Mero, that'd be amazing. Yeah, it'd be cool. And think about it. How? Yeah, like you said, they got and they got their following off viral tweets and a podcast. Yeah, not even not headlining doing stand up. The guy did comedy. Like though. The guy did comedy though. He did. And then the people are going to give him shit, say if he does a special down the line. Nobody's giving him shit. Plus, they're hardcore New York OGs, and everyone loves them. And they're likable. They're like... So, two dope queens, are they comedians? Yeah, they're stand-ups. They, they have a show like that. They ain't bombing at their show like that. They True. can bring a guest out. They interview him. They, that guy you does comedy. Look what happened to Tiffany Haddish on New Year's Eve. Yeah, Remember she was fucking hammered and drunk and retarded. Yeah. True. But yeah, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm saying the chances are likely slim now. No, I'm but it's with definitely that. more possible for some no name. Say if you go out, chance. if you're going, like I love how comedians think. Like, okay, if you don't have a following, like Schultz saying they're insane and crazy and stupid. If you don't have a following and you just think you're a good comedian, you're gonna go out and sell tickets. You're not gonna sell tickets. You know what I mean? Like if no one knows you, but you're good, doesn't matter. The exposure needs to be there. Yeah. They got big, two, and the two dope queens got big off the podcast again, too. And Jessica Williams, See? she got a correspondent for the Daily Show gig because of that. Think about the gigs that people will offer you it's once you get a It's all about networking exposure. They all have to know somebody, too. Also, Colin Quinn said something interesting in uh, Crashing. You see the latest episode? It was the tweet that I sent you on the way here. That was Colin Quinn. I know, dipshit. Uh, that's funny. I didn't see it. I'm going to watch On Demand when I get back. Anyway. Along with the Michael Jackson documentary. He was saying that hacky jokes, if, some, if, if, if you're a comedian and someone's laughing the whole time, there has to be hacky jokes thrown in. But I don't know if it was part of his joke, but he was talking to a comedian at, in, in the Crashing thing about yeah. it. He was saying that. Colin like, Quinn's a genius, and that's also Patrice. If, you, if someone's the laughing the whole time, that means you're kind of hacky. Yeah, he's right. Patrice and Patrice so would say the same thing the whole, time. Would be the whole time. Patrice w- would always say when he would do radio and go goes, "Is like the goal for me at a comedy show is half the time you're dying, falling out of your seat. Yeah, like the other listen. half you're silent because I'm blowing your mind essentially, or I'm trying to get you to switch from one viewpoint to the other. Yeah. You only laugh when it's necessarily when it's necessary. Punchlines, funny lines, whack. whatever. Like okay, you like yeah, you can tell. No, Conquin's almost right about almost everything he ever says. Yeah, he was cool. She killed that set. That she she's a real comedian. That hot girl who's in the in the crashing, right? You're not you're on your phone. Oh, uh, J- uh, Jamie Lee. I don't think she's that hot, but she is. She's, she's black hair. She's Jamie cute. Lee? She's the well, which girl? She's the cute little girl that he used to date in the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Lee. she did like a night set on Seth Meyers. I don't know if it was real or not. Yeah, J- no, it's for the show. But it Jamie was for the Lee. show. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah, Jamie Lee's cool. Um, good episode. A, that weird guy was LA in there. Yeah, she's been around. I for like a that while. show. Crashing's good. It's incredibly unrealistic, but it's a great show. It's really funny. It's the, cr- the Christian comedy he does. Well made. Oh, he's she's so Jessica Williams is only twenty nine. Um, Crashing is a uh, yank. Yeah, well, and people are still raving over that show, even though Judd Apatow was in a bunch of shit. But that's a whole other thing. Um, what? What do you do? Well, he do, he fucking shitted on Louie after that Parkland stuff came out. 
uh, you know, the most recent set where he said the Parkland kid, you shouldn't, we, li- we shouldn't be listening to the Parkland kids because they survived a school shooting. They should be out, like, fucking around doing drugs or whatever. They shouldn't be at Congress, like, testifying whatever. And it was, like, a huge thing. And, and Judd was, like, Judd was, like, he flipped out, like, about Louis. Like, and, and the comics were defending him because it's, like, he was, if you listen to the tape, he was actually doing what, like, people were laughing. And he was, like, he can't just, you know, he can't just do that now because he's, you know, especially without addressing the the former rumor or whatever, but but people were defending him like uh, Rogan, people like that. Like Louis's always been that hot take comedian, so he's not going against the grain. He's doing what he's always done. Yeah, but word, but thing. but he's a good villain. But uh, right now, but word, it what was funny was I was watching this David Letterman thing on Netflix way back in Jay Z interview. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. And fucking Judd Apatow, Judd Apatow was in the fucking crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did That's the stern so one funny. too. Well, Judd Apatow has gotten a lot of shit for being in the industry. If you want to listen to something, you go he, seems listen, go back. he seems pretty cool. Judd Apatow is super cool. I saw him drop into the cellar one night and he crushed. But he gets a lot of shit from comedians. Comedians hate him. Go listen Why? to Sam Tripoli. Pete Davidson, doesn't they're doing a movie together? Go listen to Sam Tripoli on. Uh, I, I think don't know who the I, fuck that is. Comedian from LA, been around for twenty years. Uh, I think on Rogan or whatever. Oh no! You know who you should listen to. No, listen oh, to. You, no, listen to Ari Shafir on Tim Dillon's most recent podcast. He just takes a dump on Judd. I can send you that. Why do people hate him? I don't want to waste my time. Break it down. So Judd uh, Apatow. To this is how Judd Apatow. Okay, so you want to know? Okay, this is why people hate Judd Apatow, comedians. So Judd Apatow started doing stand up at like 17, 18. He was he was doing stand up in the city, you know, way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't really. Made I get, w- wasn't really clicking. I guess didn't get much work, and it maybe wasn't into whatever. So was he was writing. Then he created Superman and knocked up. He's a fan of man. Well, mine. that was a way. That was way after that. So started right. Yeah, started writing and creating scripts and producing, and that stuff was hitting. So he essentially people like Adari Shafir thinks he His used that. He used that to get into the stand up world, and now he considers himself a stand up comedian, although he's not. He people people think he's not. They think he's a producer and a, and a writer and a, and a director, and he's allowed to just do stand up now because he's made successful shows like Superbad and your Knocked Ups and your Freaks and Geeks and your you know, 40-year-old virgins and shit. And people like Ari Shafir hate his guts for that because Ari Shafir is your classic what you kind of, like, fare against. Like, your stand classic stand-up, you need to pay your dues kind of thing. That's a good episode. You like sounds that. Like a you should listen to Tim Dillon's uh, podcast. You'll actually like it. I get what he's saying, but at the same time, he kind of sounds like he's hating. Can't handle another man's success. Yeah, like someone like you would completely disagree with that. But like I'm saying, you're. The I mean, I, he's probably not a good comedian, though. Like he's him. probably not a good comedian, Judd Apatow, but he makes great fucking movies. People think I mean? he's an awful comedian. People I think Joe Rogan him. sucks. He makes great podcasts. Ari Shafar, how can you hate on Joe? Joe Rogan's done it forever. I know that, but Joe it's almost like why not hate on Joe Rogan because he's using a podcast and getting so much money, and he's good with UFC stuff, but he's not the greatest comedian apparently. And he, your buddies with Joe Rogan, like great friends with him. Like someone could say that, right? Well, everyone loves Joe Rogan. He basically spearheaded the podcasting community. He made it possible for these people to have these huge podcasts and make a gazillion dollars. So Ari Shafour maybe did a podcast after Joe Rogan. He's copying. He's using. He's got a huge podcast. He's using his comedy success to make a podcast. Can't people hit on that, or it's just all about setup comedy? No, but podcasting kind of came after the fact. Like he, it's different. What Ari's doing, what Ari's saying, is different because I get what he's saying. Was he's doing, trying to play. He a... was doing stand-up in the first place and didn't follow through with it like it Ari did to finally become that. So he would hate on Jesus. He would hate on Jesus down the road and got a Netflix special because Judd Apatow has Netflix special and he thinks oh, he got a he Netflix special one, because uh, sure he did stand-up at some point and was okay maybe early on, but it has made gigantically successful fuck movies. Fuck, like Rob Gronkowski has stand a stand-up special on the TV. He sucks. So that's why it is. Listen to this. Actually, listen to this. 
Go explain it all down for you. I know you won't listen, but yeah. Just send it to me. I Jesus did. Christ. Content overload. Let's go. Here we go, baby. 2019, the year of content do you, overload. Do you know how much shit you send me? I, I don't send you even a third of what you I'm send me. I'm just saying in general, it's content overload. Don't just you listen and shut up. Uh, what else do you want to get? What we're getting at, but yeah, we if we could, we should try and somehow scale a Diaz and Marrow interview. That'd be amazing. Um, They're probably really busy. It's crazy no how they get paid like all this money and all their shows once a week. Can you imagine that on TV? How do they? What I want to know is, I know they got writers, great vi- video digital team, and all that. And the licensing's probably expensive. You know what I mean? Taking Mike Francesca's thing and putting all that—that's probably a lot if they if they pay for that. The thing is, though, one day a week, right? How do they know what news is too old and what's too like? You know what I mean? Because they're they're like up to date on stuff really quickly, and it's like. How are they like that? Because news travels so f- fast now these days. You know what I mean? Oh, you're saying in terms of in terms yeah, of like getting time for the production. They were the talking show? about something like the day of, the day of, like something happened. They were talking about. Well, it. dude, you do you understand how? But late like, night what about the days before? Like, it's only once a week. Think about it. It's not every night. But look at how SNL works or late night comedy shows work. Whatever. But they do. If all, something they'll happens, do a whole week. They, they kind of like a whole week. You know. Yeah, but look about look at SNL. These they'll guys are do doing hip hop headlines like like the, it was like hours before. Surprising. Because you go last minute and you change the script. You change the monologue. Gotcha. SNL does that too, dude. If you, SNL will have a cold open set for Saturday night. They'll have that shit set. Because uh, ha- SNL, you have to have the show set to go by like Thursday. So if you have a if we have a, a cold a cold open monologue Wednesday, you know about whatever, and then Friday the day before the show, Trump breaks his ankle or whatever, they go in and they switch that out and they make that the new opening, like oh, and, like some so dude random. sometimes dude sometimes or Trump says Tim sometimes Apple. twenty minutes before the show, that's happening. That's well, I used to be like obsessed with like those SNL documentaries and they're, shit. So like they're, they're doing the show they're works. a part of the WrestleMania, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, Trey and Joe's that's another tag team combo. That's a thing, dude. These that's another thing. These tag team combos work. Your Diaz and Maros, your Che and oh, Joe's because they're weekend update guys that's together. It. Jessica and Phoebe from Two Broke Girls. Because you could have a guy who's the punchliner or the guy who's telling the story, and they go hand in hand. They like the cor- the the connections there. Kind of like I'm sure if Schultz. Did uh, a comedy thing and brought Charlamagne out. It would work well. I've actually seen them do, do that. It works well. Yeah, it's just like the podcast. Well, it's like your but old comedy. I feel uh, like because I feel like it's great. Someone sometimes Stefano and Giannis. Like that's how I feel. Like I feel like it'd be better to talk to someone. I feel like I'd do well on stage if if I was talking about something or interviewing someone and and the light wasn't technically on me or it was it was shared. Or the fact is like you have someone to reply back to you and you could keep creating through the conversation. You know. Yeah. I feel like it's easier, but it's also more helpful because. Even Bill Maher has guests. Like you, when you're on a night show or a host, like obviously you have to be entertaining yourself, but at the same time you have to rely on guests. Even though your content has to be good no matter what, they all rely on guests in a way. But even though you're not supposed to rely on guests and radio, yeah. But then when yeah, when you get that big enough with a big enough following, the fact that you're getting you, if you're already getting your own TV show, you know you're big enough. You're gonna you can get guests no problem. Like you're on a fucking network, whatever. But I'm I'm actually uh, I, don't, I can't really think of any off the top of my head, but I. Prefer those shows that like don't even rely on guests, but like if you think I about said it, that, every late night show it's the same fucking format. But how about what Sean guests. Kelly said to us? He's like, you got to get more guests to uh, blow up, but that's not always the case. You got to be entertaining yourselves. Yeah, I think it's both. He's definitely it's a combination right. of everything. Because because we're, 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 we're going to listen to this when they see just us two, or no. if it's like uh, on the phone with Charlemagne. It's all about titling too, though, because you could be like so and so owner of this or whatever. Charlemagne tells us this, or like make it all fight update blah 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 on this and that. It like all depends on the titling. Yeah. 
That's true because people don't even realize they click. They would click on that thinking that they're say we talk about Takashi Six Nine. They'll click on a thinking, oh, it's Takashi Six Nine interview. Yeah. Like dumb, like people like you say locals who don't even aren't on social media. Like people who live through social media are addicted like us because we put out content on social <laughs> media. Other people don't do that, dude. They go on, like I said, they go on Facebook once a week. Yeah, like I even my uncle like didn't understand anything and then start realizing like once people start realizing they see like sponsor, they see Fox Sports, they see like big network names, they see like guests. Yeah. Like I got a lot of texts at the Mickey Gall thing. Like Me I'm too. not hating on it, but it's like. It is what it is. Like those, are, I guess one of, one of the main guests. Even though mm. Tim O'Connor's pretty big, but he's like more underground big. Mm. Like I don't have a lot of skater friends and stuff. But like I got a lot of friends who like you have seen fighting. Girl, no. I got a lot of friends who like comedy and hip hop. So when I get like someone like that on, they're like, oh bro, you had this guy on. And the way we promote it, we promote it really big too. If we were to promote a Joe Schmo open my comedian like that, people will probably listen. Some people, but other one be like, oh, who the fuck's that? You know. Yeah. You're gonna have to get the guest at some point to like without the following to be able to just do like a Diazamero chat about. The most current, whatever, just to get the ra- regular Joe Schmo when you don't have a following. You got nah, when you, you interview someone big, big you got to talk about their biography and life story because it's motivation and also you oh, you understand get gems and get get advice out of well, it. Well, I'm into that. You're more you you even say you want to be more of the let's get guests, maybe interview them a little bit, but also do trending topics with them. But I'm, I, I'm, I'm I'm genuinely interested in people's origin stories. Some, people, some people no, hate I'm, that I'm origin shit. story. Some people hate origin I, I'm, stories. I'm, I'm balanced because I'm not biased, so I'll be like, all right, trending topics. Because they too. feel like they've heard the same thing. Trending over and topics, over again. trending topics, is also get their take on it, and also you chose your talents with them. As a selfish as it sounds, you match up with them on a trending topic, and you put that video out or put that content out, and it looks good. Well, yeah. Well, the people who are on Instagram or on social media looking at if you listen to all my old interviews looking on Twitter, looking up trending stories, whatever. Because like, if you go on Twitter and you click trending, and the top trending thing is uh, R. Kelly, you're yeah. gonna want to listen to shit that's about R. Kelly. It's if, so negative, though. If you see origin Damn. story of so and so. You know, you're not gonna. You want to hear people hot, people's hot takes on current no, stuff. No, some people like if you are interviewing a big name, they don't care what you talk like. Look about. at this Michael Jackson doc that dropped on HBO that people are going nuts about. Yeah. People want to hear people's takes on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I heard it's really bad, but I, I'm gonna watch it if it's on demand. Um. No, but the, like if you go back, you probably never listen to my old interviews. If you go back and listen to my old interviews, a lot of it's biography or like a story about. I think how they made I think it. you're gonna have to when you're interviewing someone. Like why? Especially you when you're not big at the time and you're on. you're inspired by them. You're inspired. You're trying to become like them, so you need to know how they started. Like, yeah, that's exactly. It. And it's for like if you're on a college radio station, just starting out radio, like I was, pretty much. You literally, it's like an interview. You ask about like their stuff, and also you get a little. You talk about more intimate stuff, but not right away. You break it down. You know. Yeah. You like talk about how it. The f- you know how it all started, the success stuff, and also trending shit now, or like controversial stuff in their career. You know, yeah, that's like what it, like even like what a Gary V does, where he has well, he'll break it up into little bits because anytime he puts out a podcast, it's post, it's a little one, it's like eight or nine minutes, mm-hmm. and it'll just be a quick motivation for today, uh, ten ways to successful business, uh, ten ways or not ten to waste your Mondays time, yeah, yeah. something as like, you're wasting your time watching the video by taking a shit and being yeah, for and work, ex- and then you and then you get that mindset and it's just like you can't win. So it's like, do I listen to it? Do I not listen to it? Do I just do it? I like, think you got to listen to stuff that fits your purpose or what, what you're trying to do. Like I watch like random shit all the time too much, and you just get in that whole like Schultz said you keep watching stuff. But yeah, it's like, interesting. I'm into people. I'm into learning about different people. I'm not really into the necessarily. 10 steps to make your day better because it's like I, I, I probably should be your more. Your day's already bitter. I probably should already more, but like I feel like it's just going to distract me and I'm not going to be able to get it done. I have been trying more of trying to get up or get up and, and realizing what I'm going to do for the day, what my purpose is, and meditating a and little bit to like clear my mind because when I go into a day like I had today where it's just pure torture, it's just like you get f- f- fully drained 
And that's, for an- someone, that's anxiety for those people out there with anxiety. I feel you. And for someone who's just like not just like into drained. this world, it's time. just like you get you get all fucked up or whatever, and then you try to be positive and maybe listen to a Gary V, but you're so depressed that it's like it's tough to focus. And yeah, it's to tough to focus and, and realize the it. Gym but, helps there. But then I come to, the, the gym helps for some people. This helps for me coming to do a podcast. I could talk about this shit and I completely forget about my day life. And talk about, you know, fake Instagram photos and fucking, you know, Schultz and whoever. But um, that's that's what's good for me. I like I tell people like a podcast is like was therapy say, for me. And it's the most and it's the most simplest thing in the world. It's just a conversation, a freaking podcast. It's crazy. Um, or like, a, you know, a li- or listening to a podcast. Like I'll go and listen to, you know, Andrew Schultz on Theo Vaughn this past weekend. And I'll love that shit because Theo makes me laugh. Schultz is inspirational. And it's just great. That's why I like listening to it. But I definitely want to be able to soak in more and and uh, apply it to what I'm currently doing here, especially with my current situation. And I want to make keep a basement. We're trying to make this more than just a podcast, but a podcast is just the easiest route to go. So, you know, check out all of our I other shit. Like and, uh, and this summer and stuff, we're really gonna have to start rolling stuff because I, I at this point now I'll be here. I I don't know where I'm where I'm gonna be now, so we might as well just shit. Do I was it all. I had some good gems about this. I the for, media for and the camera stuff is gonna we're gonna have to just figure it out and maybe just do iPhone. Honestly, we don't have Taylor and Alex Media's to help. iPhone us. iPhone so. seems like vlogging. Except for you people who are listening who want to come help us and hit us up, DM us because we're looking to make something big, and we know we can do it. Mike has done fucking shit before, like you've. You've gone viral videos and you've interviewed big people. It doesn't take much to interview it, someone. It, the viral videos, it doesn't. Even if jokes. you go viral, doesn't mean you're going to make it big. You just got to keep consistently doing it. Have a blueprint. A lot of times, sometimes we do too much. Like you got to figure it out. But at the same time, all this shit is all the same at the end of the day. But like some people yeah. just focus on creating content every day, which is a great thing. Like I know people who've done that for years and it paid off. Other people, no. It all depends. A little exactly. Luck That's the thing with all these supreme patties and all these other guys. Like some people get lucky. It's a hustle. It's though. analytics. Like they're not focusing on editing like a podcast. They're focusing on let me create this content. I'll have someone edit it for me, or I'm gonna put this shit on Instagram, blow up first, and then do whatever. Like, like the sometimes people look at the podcast like ah fuck that. Like it ain't worth it. it it's not big. It's like audio. People listen to work, but like you could see me be entertaining. People will watch this shit. I feel like you gotta know your fan base as well. Even with the YouTube stuff, like the creator courses I had to take because I'm like certified on YouTube now, or whatever. It like tells you like the audience is big. Like I, I'm able to get paid on YouTube now. You're not listening. I'm able to yeah. get paid on YouTube now, but the main thing is you gotta know your audience. Like even if with the porn stuff, like or like shock stuff, or like certain interviews and whatnot, you have to find the like the audience first. And like when you interview big names, it's different audiences. But like people will come to you. But you need to find your own audience as well. That's why you gotta put yourself on too, and you gotta be big as well. Like you can't just rely on interviews or other people. But it helps. It helps get that get that attention to your page. Yeah, you need that attention, attention to your page when you're nobody. But you got to keep keep bringing that uh, content and also get that ex- the proper exposure. And the ne- networking is so fucking huge. Like look at Sean Kelly, he's like randomly living at some guy's house in Jersey City, right on Snapchat. He's showing us. And yeah, who was that? I don't know. I don't know the deal, but he all business networking people and like people have DM'd us about it now, like to like come on and shit like that mm. for through Sean Kelly. That's all the name of the game. It seems to be networking and and, cre- and like through that. You get network. We don't own a business. That's help, the thing. Also, also don't rely on it. It's always nice to have it if somebody wants to collab with you, help you out, give you a couple tips. Always take it, be courteous, courteous, do it back to them, but don't rely on it. D- always go and do your own shit if all else fails, or and even when all else doesn't fail. 
So like, yeah, networking people oh, yeah. that have reached out to us about coming on, we should be open arms. We should be like, yeah, what can you do to help us? We can help you. You come on, yeah, tell us know. your story, yeah, down promote that. us. We'll promote you, your product, your business, whatever you do. If you're a stripper, doesn't matter. Same time, we'd love to share your story and everything like that. But at the same time, we can't rely on you as to help us be better. We have to be better ourselves, create mm. our own shit, talk about what's popping, and you come along for the conversation. Also, obviously, we get in interview mode. But yeah. um, this is another thing. My one buddy who's a hater. He was like, you guys like get any, all these interviews, all this stuff, help people out like behind the scenes. You don't get any money for it, really. You should be getting paid more. And like my buddy's like, nah. And then I asked, my, told my other buddy who's a business owner, actually, he's like, nah, the money will come if you're good at what you do. He's like, I see you doing what you do because I told him about like the connection thing. Like I can't talk about everything right now. Like long story short, like if I say we interview somebody big, I connect with a friend who's some, good at something and we connect them through that and people are connecting through that. So pretty much, like, I'm a connector. I always have been. Like, that's what I like to do anyway, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, connect with people, worked in the music industry a little bit, done some stuff, promotions, radio. I'm connecting people who, with similar passions. <laughs> Don't film me. Mike, it's inspirational. I have to put it out. No, Got to get us out there. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world. With its soft, real feel insert, patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve, able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get ready to Nigga, shut your ass up, man. I, <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool because you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to, to me, fans make the best interviews. You know what I mean? Like, Because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan... It, you follow the artist and you study your artist and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions, the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour, it's you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I'm a listener. I like, yeah. like a, a lot of interviewers I have 20 questions and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions but the yeah. truth of the matter is if you ask me a question if I ask an artist a question and the artist answers me if I'm listening I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him and that's what a conversation is all about hello hello Sipes hey what's going on this is Mike Sweeney Jeez. what's up dude Mike Sweeney the idiot got it keep it what radio basement Keep it basement, like keep it, like keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. basement radio. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Lil Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney, Swain, and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. 
Keep it basement. Making money off of this shit. Uh, middle and middleman. Like my one buddy was hating, saying like you do all this stuff, you help people out, but you don't get anything for it. Like you get anything for it, but sometimes you can't attach opportunity with a paycheck. Like people said, Charlie Man, Gary V. You know, <clears throat> if you're helping somebody out who's bigger, say if someone came on here, big platform, you're helping them out with another with your with your buddy, and they connect and do something, collaborate. Like people shouldn't forget that, you know. And that's how you build relationships and connections. Yeah, I feel well, like you you, you got to be a connector, you know? It's not always about the money or advertisement and whatnot. I mean, obviously, this it's, is the great. First it's, obviously step, it's great to get something out of it, but building networks behind the scene is big. Yeah, well, the whole end got end people goal. DMing us and stuff like that through, like, collaborating. Yeah, well, the whole end goal I'm is a to man. make I money was. to doing this because this is what we like to do. So like, you don't do become a middleman. You're a connector. I'm a connector, yeah. Like, you do want to make money at some point, but, like... We've we've gotten we've gotten some perks and some and a little bit of money from here and there. I mean, yeah. we're nothing big yet, so like we, we can't rely on that right now. Money, but obviously that's what we're trying to get at by maybe exposure, ma- needs to be exposure there. making video, big funny videos, doing interviews, getting more and more listeners to the podcast, like getting to thousands and thousands of listeners. Obviously, would be the goal, and with that will come advertising, will come people asking us to shout them out, will come paychecks. So like. Also, he said that multi-hyphenate. It's, like, a, like I it's said, a process. you got to be multi-versatile, like comedy, podcast, everything. Yeah, and that's what we do. TV, we, we media. Do, you know, we, have, we do the, the videos, the wall talk videos, be interviews, risky. porn, interview comedians, which we haven't done all, in a while, at least you. You're more the interviewer guy. And then we do the podcast. You know, we try to be funny on the Instagram and stuff, too. It's a social media aspect is, like, huge. And, like, it takes a, sometimes it takes a while to get shit going off. Like, And no one gives a fuck about your dreams, really. Put yeah. yourself on. Corporations don't care. I'm living proof of that. People have said that a million times, too. Like, the corporations don't care if you're in, like, media, TV, television, radio. Yeah. So It's, like, a different time now. You just got to do your own shit. Um, it'll come, though. It'll come when when the hustle keeps going and the process will take longer and we have more people on we network we connect you know connect your entrepreneurs with your comedians with your musicians with your whoever because we want to have all different kinds of people on here like we don't care we want to help out everyone do giveaways literally like a rogan do a giveaway do uh do some crazy stuff but um it's gonna happen we're gonna be putting we definitely have to put out more it's more of the the media the production process of it and the getting together the timing the getting the phone or the camera ready and everything girls look here i know all of my girls who are... See, oh, this is what I forgot to say. Another thing is, all you guys out there, everyone, there's another gem for you. Sometimes when we listen to podcasts and stuff, like, we're nobodies. Well, we're, we're somebodies, but we're not. You know, we're not famous. Say if we're fucking giving you an hour, great content, c- great cook crack, great great dope. Dope don't spoil. I don't Keep smoke crack, motherfucker. I sell it. <laughs> uh, our dope don't spoil. Keep it basement. But my point is, a lot of times there could be a hidden gem in, like, hour 20. And yeah. I think the Gary Vee approach just to keep putting that shit out. Schultz's approach to keep putting that shit out. Everyone's approach really just keep fucking throwing that material out. Who cares about being oversaturated? Like, you don't have to oversaturate the story like we've done before. But, like, say if we're talking, like, right now about bro talk and this topic could hit hard about, like, girls fucking um, editing their photos. This could be a wall talk. This could be on video. And this could be asking a girl this question. Like, why does this have to get deleted? It's kind of like a comedy bit where yeah. it should recycle. But we also, do that. We recycle a lot of topics. Sometimes we don't, though. You're like, bro, we already talked about that, but it's a great topic, and people don't remember what we say anyway because we suck. Like, we're not famous, you know? So why not just say it because it's fucking golden, like, about the fucking fake dick pics, all that other shit going on. Mike DeCans. But my point is, like, sometimes you got to take those gems out that are an hour in or two hours in and fucking put that in the front or put that on somewhere, too, because it's just as funny. You True. know what I'm saying? True. Like this, if, say if we're getting a bro talk, this girl editing photo right now, it could be 
used again for like a fucking Chanel episode or Celeste episode, or it could be fucking used Street as segment. like a main high highlight, yeah. Or it could be put on top, you know. Yeah, that's what she said. And we want people to, if you do hear something, even if you are if you are listening to the full episodes and you do hear a gem or you hear something funny, send it to your friends. Like send it to whoever. Like we don't care. People you work with, your family. People we never met, like, I know we're not nobody, so we're not going to be twisting heads to for people to listen to it, but, like, maybe just send a text saying, hey, this was a great episode, or this was a great gem. It, even if it's a four-second clip and you freaking screen record it from, from an episode and just send it out or, you know, post it, shout us out if you like it. You know, we know we have some friends who do that, right to Miranda and... Uh, some of our local friends, people who do that. So I mean, we're, people DM we're not gonna, me a lot. We, we 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 like we can use. Shut we up. want anything we Close can get. Up, Corey. And if we can do anything for you, obviously, just reach out to us. Like we're just trying to entertain and be funny and, uh, you know, network and get people to get people to c- cross promote and work with each other. I don't even know about you in the New Jersey area and 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 beyond. I don't even. What are you fucking Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> to infinity and beyond. But uh, I don't even. I I'll tell you what. Like a lot of my close friends, some don't even follow the shit. I got nah, listeners either. from people who don't even know who I don't even know that well. Yeah, like people who are fucking. We got better hardcore well, professional that's people. How, that's the DJs, firemen, kind of the Howard Stern uh, effect. The, you're the better the people who you don't know as much are going to listen because they don't have a direct connection with you to like it or not. It's like your well, day ones like don't. The your day ones more. feel like they don't need to listen because it's like, look, I'm your friend already. They're like, like riding with you, but at the same time, they're really not fully supporting, but they're supporting. Like, yeah. like and you can't really hate them for it. It's yeah. like they're, your, they're still your friends. They'll listen to like, like some motivation. I would rather podcast. reach out to some person I never met with a, with a, with a click gem from a podcast than my best buddy who's always going to be there for me and I can talk to him about anything. I'd rather I'd rather reach sure, out yeah. to these people and yeah. get them into my, my circle Some too. don't even know how to don't even have the podcast app on their phone. No, yeah, I have a lot of them like that. But you always have your your favorite your But like it's listen. weird. I got like someone who I'm not even that great with who hit me up like yo great work, man. I like respect it. Like at the yeah. like at the end of the day, if I even get married, you're not going to be to my wedding, but hey, I really appreciate you <laughs> coming on my podcast, you know. Yeah. It's just weird how like your best buddies might not listen, and then you got people like that who listen. It's true. So anyone who is listening, please tell us and tell your friends. DM uh, girls out there who are listening to the Keep It Basement podcast, or who are maybe new listeners. If you're paying someone to edit your Instagram photos, you're just a fucking fat kid. You know that's just <laughs> also, what it is. There's women who purposely ditch guys on purpose now. Does it happen to you? Like they'll just they get high off that. They like that, or they they want you to come to them quicker. That's interesting Both. too. Write that. That's down always been talk. a thing. It's like ghosting. Yeah, it's the same concept. It's also another options thing. It's like they don't need to 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 wait f- to to go out with you or chase you if they have another guy the next day. Yeah, they're hiding interest level too. Even if they like you. Yeah, like they're probably they bored. They could go for a free meal or. No, they're hiding their interest level. They like you. Quick but they're fingering and then. Yeah, they'll oh, they'll get a high off it. It's like a drug. It's like oh, I got three guys chasing me. It's like. Ooh, which one do I pick? Well, I could say fuck you to all three of them and have a new three tomorrow. So fuck it, let's just do or that. Or I like this guy. I want him to play the game with me. That's kind of like a Chanel tactic for sure. I yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the, like the, not like her personally, but like a girl like that. Well, yeah. The cool, the eh girls will make you chase them. Like the the, the fucked up girls, whatever. A cool girl who's probably you could just have a connection with a relationship is just like yeah, let's just do it like ASAP. Let's just go out. That's all. Yeah. That's what I like you, to you do. Know as a guy. Could, you know how you You know how you can tell. Girls, you're just playing games. You know how you can tell a girls mediocre. To pay to edit their Instagram photos? No, nah, because she actually talks to me and likes me. That's true. Like, if you know they're they're conversating and they're starting the conversation hard, like nonstop every day, you know they're not that great. Like, there's something there. The like, best one like, is when they no, don't think do about that it. and they're not great. Yeah, that's no, the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> but think about like not to be mean, but I'm just saying, like a girl you're not fully attracted to, you definitely know like, all right, why is she so into me when like I'm not really? I guess because I'm not really caring. But at the same time, it's like I'm not like anything big or anything huge like that. I don't have a lot of money. 
and like they're going extra hard, you know that there's something. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little mediocre there. You know what I mean? Not to be a hater. I'm just saying. That's true, but you can go to fake until you make it out and say, hey, look, I'm a huge personality on Fox Sports. I have a fucking giant podcast. I'll fucking tell all your friends. Which and then might not they'll be a listen, and they'll be like, you were sponsored by Flushlight, and then they'll text me that. Screw it. And they'll unfollow you for sending pictures of your, your hairless cat. It's fa- or, factual. Or putting out or, Valentine's or, Day promotional Flushlight. Yeah, photos. I got fucking 10 girls to unfollow me for that. Is that worth that, ladies? You are hardcore on that unfollowing app. I wouldn't Dude, even realize that unfollowing app is the funniest fucking thing ever because it showed you people unfollowed. I'm pretty mad about it. someone who unfollowed me. I'm not talking about that. On I don't the radio have game. enough followers where I, I got get, a big uh, name. Who, I got a big unfollow of someone who's a big following. But whatever. Jim's a shit. He's a great guy. <laughs> I don't. I never met him, but I'm sure he's cool. But um, and then it's so funny that how about like I love the people who unfollow you, who follow you. You know they're gonna follow you. Then they unfollow you. I DM them like thanks for keeping the same energy. I knew you were gonna follow me, so I unfollowed you back. And they see the DM, they probably have to like what the fuck? This guy's weird. I'm just being funny though. How about the girls? Like who, the music thing, the music about, fun thing that unfollowed me. What about girls like random girl? Who, we gotta talk about the fake pictures more. I, I sorry, I jumped off that. What about like what if it's like a random girl? And you got you saw them on Instagram somehow, or you, maybe you got their handle some other way, whatever. And you follow them. Oh, but this definitely happened to Zappia. Don't really have what? What do you think I'm gonna say? Whatever you're doing is something you've done. <laughs> no, I've never done creepy. anything. Creepy. I'm not creepy. You're not not creepy. But I'm saying, well, how come a random girl who you never met is gonna fo- is following you back? Is that just like a courtesy thing? Follow for a follow? I just had a girl who was. Pr- this is the worst thing. What do you say? Is about is about to say she's pregnant. Private. Uh-oh. So I'm like, is she hot? How do I know her? So I have to follow her. Then I see that she has a boyfriend, is not even that great, looks like a stripper slut, which isn't terrible, but has a boyfriend and is following a bunch of like Guido dudes. I think they follow, like, they see people who are on Tinder. Well, this is actually, a, I found an old flame from uh, online dating, like this Dominican girl back in the day when I was called Sween's Poppy. And now I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, with that stupid beard. But, uh, like, I had this Dominican girl back in the day, it never, like, fell through. But, like, I remember one thing about her. I have a joke about this, actually. Uh, I never told anyone the joke. But, like, it's something with Spanish women, how literally their alarms are always off, going off. Her smoke detector kept going off. And she tried to say it was my phone. It would be a perfect comedy bit and also in a movie. And I was like, it's not my phone. It's not my house. It's your house. You keep doing this to me every time. So she was too lazy to, like, get, to get a new battery in her smoke detector or she just smoked a lot of weed. And you get this a lot in a lot of Dominican households, I think, are Spanish women, or primarily like the ghetto, maybe, how like the smoke, de- the smoke detectors will go off, It'll keep going off. You FaceTime a girl? It was like, mm, you know that she's Spanish with a good booty when the FaceTime, when in your FaceTiming and the, the thing goes off, the alarm keeps going off. And she's a smoke detector. Awesome. The smoke detector kept going off, and she kept saying it was my my stuff. I'm like, no, I'm at my shore house now. I FaceTimed you earlier at my regular house. It's your house. I don't know why you just don't change it. I'll come over and change it. She's like, it's not mine. It's not mine. And she got like attitude. I'm like, no, it is yours. The hand up. My point was I found an old girl from seeing how many guys uh, this new girl follows on, so on um, Bumble and Tinder. That's a great fucking game. I, I that's another thing that could really hit on social media and uh, wall talk and 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 with girls in the street segment. This is the oldest trick in the fucking book. So what do they do? You go and look at the girl that you just matched with, yeah. and you look at their recent followers and see how many dudes have followed and see how tra- how much traction they get on, on fucking Bumble and Tinder. So I saw a girl who was hot in Spanish, on, and she ma- and she matched with me. We talked, got her number, got her Instagram handle. Was gonna see if this is really a thing because if she had thirty options, because she was hot as shit and like kind of like not worth my time because it's not too i don't want i don't care about these investments of these women you know, not to be a dick i gotta get my own shit ready you know do my own shit mm-hmm. so i saw this girl 
She had like 20 new dude follows, so I knew it wasn't going to be anything serious. How do you know she had the new dude follows? Because like you could see, you, you, you go on the fucking Instagram, you see the recent follows. It goes in the order of the follows. When you're following, it's oh, not Oh, I meant to ask you that. Does that what it is? Because if yeah, I go to my followers, it'll go to... If you go, go to the to followers, it shows your newest ones. But if you go to the following, oh. it's all random. But So you go to the followers, you see she has like 20 new dudes, that. and there she f- it, shows, it shows that she follows them too. So I hit one dude who looked like a tool. I'm like, this guy looks like a tool. And I go to his new followers because I was like, kind of like, just like, what, what's it like? It was see me, wasn't See it? when he followed it. The old Dominican girl was in there. And really? That's how I knew she's online. Yeah. And I and I fucking followed Boys, her. Dude, and she DM'd me. She's like, how did, and she was like talking about, hey, I need some training sessions because she's like a fucking like fitness instructor. And she's like, I'm like, do you remember me? She's like, how could I forget you? And it was funny, <laughs> though. Is that a Dominican no, accent? A, I don't know. Dude, I think all these girls who how don't want to that. All these girls, I, all, any girls who are single, I think. Don't want to admit it, but they're on online dating. They are, but they'll come back. My profile is inactive. Yeah, yeah. Although they'll, they'll, they'll say it. some bullshit. They'll be like, I'm never on it. Or if they go on Bumble, literally, there's 85 matches that they don't look. How about the Bumble? How about the Bumble bios? Every other bio, I'm not on this. I'm never on this, so I probably won't. Mi- I'll probably miss your message or whatever. Gr- oh and yeah, they'll have Instagram. Instagram, Instagram yeah, they yeah. want Instagram followers. They want to yeah, be a fucking yeah, yeah. like. Uh, Tummy tuck I mean, it works if they're pieces. If they're fucking smokes, which is a pieces. lot of them, they're gonna get no the followers. Fumes. But how? No fumes. no fumes. How about the fucking ones who are like, my friend made me this. I can't take that. It's the biggest lie in the game. Oh, I, had so, I had. I saw a funny one. Oh, I forget what it was. Your friend made it for you. I'm sure they really gave a one fuck about you to make a fucking Tinder and Bumble. Yeah, they must be. You must be really desperate then. You fucking. They're they're probably about to get married. They're like, look, you, I'm giving you a plus no, one to this wedding. They here's the they app. They didn't make it. She just says that because she's embarrassed to be Obviously. honest. Weird, I don't know, and but um, I don't understand the the like. I had a funny one for you too. I had one where I gotta fucking show you this somewhere. It's so fucking. I like. I thought it was a joke, but it was serious. This girl was like pretty much saying how like I I, I gotta find it. Who cares if we're but girls? If you're this. actually if you're actually paying people to edit your Instagram photos, hold wh- on. You keep going to that, but because I wanted to get off soon. Why can't you just a do it yourself? B well, you, obviously you shouldn't be doing it at all. But I'm but like there's no way you could be that hideous to edit your Instagram photos for you to look great. You're probably mediocre to decent and you're trying to look like top notch. Like that's like I don't get it. Like go to the fucking gym or whatever. Like I ain't no walk in the park, but I mean I ain't gonna it's different for a girl thing. Dude, Instagram Instagram selfies and posts mean mean everything to a girl. It doesn't mean shit to a guy. A guy puts up a selfie, it, like, they could be 300 pounds. Like, nobody cares. Mm. Hold on, I'm trying to find something. But so the people who have these gigs who do it is just like, that's hilarious. So do you want me to take your cheeks in a little bit? You want me to Fuck fluffing up your lips? What do you want me to do? Dude, so many girls are getting the lips done. It's like getting your tonsils out now. It said, like, something about, like, how, like, uh, the real one isn't going to be the one who's twerking on every girl. And it was, like, a meme. And I shit you not, the next thing on the Instagram story, are you getting this? Mm-hmm. So a girl put up like a meme how like guys like who are twerking on girls, like ain't the one or like the girl isn't the one who's twerking on people. Yeah, yeah. The next meme was uh, her and a guy and she was twerking on him. <laughs> I didn't know. If, I thought it was a joke. I thought, but she was, it wasn't a joke. It was like for real. Like she literally just contradicted herself. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. But you have to see the video, but I fucking deleted it. I'm telling you, yo, if the, these girls who are not in like girls, you need to have a you need to have a significant other as a girl. So these single girls, they're either complete whores, so like guys don't want to be with them, or they can't they don't want to they can't stay in a relationship, or there's something off with them. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. There's like there's like three different kinds of girls. Because uh, like I said, girls guys guys can be single. Girls can't take being single, and if they are, it's it's not for long, like a few months max. 
I want to get my bro talk uh, girls editing photos. Just did that. Yeah, but social media. If you can't look good on social media, you're ugly. Like every girl, you're I ugly. every girl I talk to will send a pic with a like a filter, and uh, they got apps now that could like edit your body and face and everything and lift. It's crazy. Like what happens when you meet up with that girl and you don't look like like what happens when you meet up with a guy and you don't look like that? Well, I've been there. I mean, I've met up with people who look significantly different online. That's cr- I, I guess at the point where you're altering photos, um, you might as well just get surgery. Like, I feel like get those ass shots that you're insecure about, boo. Get those lip injections. Get the tummy tuck. Get the titties bigger. Like, I feel like at the point where you're fucking have to edit photos to make yourself look different, like, you're kind of fucked because you're catfishing. But I can't knock the hustle at the same time. Like, the girl charging money to the for the editing pictures is wild. That's how it started. I saw it on my story. She's like... Girl, like I, you, whatever, blah, blah blah. I edit photos, hundred percent discreet. Like a girl to make money off that's amazing. That's even better than we the fucking premium snap stuff that these girls do. <laughs> I mean, if, if I don't really get what, like to me at least, like if you're hot enough, the most basic photo, not even good lighting, however works, no filters. If you're that hot, any guy's gonna think you're hot. So like one of your. One of your, uh, some girl you know who's like a complete smoke show, she puts out the most basic uh, selfie, no lighting, no filter, whatever. She's so hot that you're going to think she's hot. If these girls are altering your photos to add um, ass, hips, lips, cheeks, or whatever. I don't even see it. I've seen one girl put bigger lips. I'm fucking confused how you could do that one and two. It looks worse with all the filters. Yeah, and it's just like, like eyes, whatever. Like, unless like, like I'm big on like, like, I, I guess I know what you mean with the body if you looked a little bit too, like, big or whatever, but, like, I don't understand how you can alter the photo that much to make it that much of a huge difference. I, I, Espe- especially, I guess personality doesn't count on social media. Especially <laughs> if you're already good-looking to begin with. Like They're proving you, the point that personality doesn't matter no, on no. social media. Well, no, not on social media. I mean, like, well, Instagram like is Instagram. the best version of you, isn't it? I guess so, like, you really. at least want to get the... That's what I'm saying. If you don't look good on Instagram, there's something where you're fucking ugly because you're trying so hard to look great on Instagram. Well, I want to. I would like to do a poll. I would like to do a poll of the people who have actually paid for this service and see the difference in photos. Even if you look average on social media, you might be ugly on Instagram because the way you can make yourself look so good. Yeah, I mean, unless you're like significant, like unless you're like I guess like kind of chunky or fat, or I guess I don't. I can't even think of a facial feature really that could make you could edit it that much better, like make make your lips bigger or whatever. But like even someone like me who just scrolling through Instagram, even if I see a hot girl's photo, I'm not gonna really necessarily notice or or look that detailed. If I look, I could look for two or three seconds. If you're hot, I'm gonna decide in two or three seconds. That's and all, you don't need to. Takes? You don't need. That's all it takes. And you don't need to alter your photo. Girls are so much that. different, bro. Like I like talking to a girl like online dating. If you have like a dog photo, or if you like fucking put like certain things with women, or like a photo with your family, like they love that shit more than a guy with his abs off. But like us, we're like fuck it. We'll follow that. We'll fucking add the girl. Well, that's that great because I have zero abs. But um, yeah, I know obviously. But I mean, like hey, we're more vo- we're more vain probably than women. That's why they have to go super hard. And I'm kind of like photos. that though too, because think about it. You see, any any I'm talking ten plus. They girl never match you to see me on Instagram. I always, like, it's is never possible. Not, is not is not. Have you ever matched with a ten plus on a, on a dating app and actually talked to one on no, date one? No. Um. If you see a really hot girl's post on on Instagram, or whatever, like a smoke. All their photos are smoky. All their photos are gems. Are the best. Their best life. You know, they're at that. What's that stupid 
pool everyone goes to in Vegas. They're at a, oh, they're, yeah. they're on the beach <laughs> yeah. in a thong. They're um, their fucking abs are out. They're fucking, uh, you know, they're at a fucking in front of a fucking Maserati, like in the freaking Upper West Side. They're wearing like those skin tight fucking yoga pants or whatever. They got some stupid hat on or something. They're wearing like a giant sombrero or it's bikini photos. They're essentially naked. You ha- probably have like a tiny bra on or whatever. Like that that's what Instagram is for hot girls. If you're an uglier if you're an ugly girl or mediocre girl, you're if you're gonna have photos that are you can't do that shit because you know you can't get away with it because you're not hot. You so you can't do it. Okay? And then you get a girl who pays for a freaking Instagram. What does she do? Instagram altering photos and pay somebody to do it because they want to maybe have a chance at looking like one of those girls who's a 10 who can just put out a photo and is automatically hot. No filters, no lighting, no nothing. I think you're wrong there. I think that the 10s, the girls who are so obsessed about their beauty, they're the ones putting the editing on the photo. They probably are. But they're they like so insecure to. and they don't, don't need, need to. to. But like the fucking mediocre it. ones, like, fuck it, let me just put up a candle or a book or yeah. something instead. Yeah. Or like, let me put something, let me go out somewhere, let me have a personality. And I think I'd actually rather like take that. a like, six or seven who has personality than me too. Ten, the 10 who's altering photos. Me too. I'm a little bit like that. Like, you Aww. want you want to have the uh, the 10 or 11 because they're just that hot. But you don't want your girl, every single you one of your girls, Instagram post in a thong, just naked, whatever. It's just like, just post a photo with your fucking grandma. Like, you know what I mean? Would you take the hidden boyfriend role for a 10? For like a summer, I think I would take it. Like the hidden, like no one knows your day. And I actually like that. I, I wouldn't would, want the pressure. Banging, yeah. Would you take the pictures and all that on the beach and be look like you're super friends on but bang? I would do that. Fuck it. Yeah, probably. I don't want the attention. That's not a real relationship though. If it's like like that, like how about this? How about like a way. girl like who is trying to hang out but you're not really interested? Randomly out of nowhere sends you titties and then like you're more interested and like doesn't seem interested anymore. Like I feel like there might have been accidental titties. Like what do you think? She was probably horny and was just like screw it. It was like during a snow day, so random. <laughs> So random. And then, like, I was, like, trying to get more, and, like, she wasn't about it. Already, like, came. My experience. <coughs> and then like, she was like, I'll send you oh, random nudes anytime, and never has after. That's, I still don't understand how you do this, but sure. I, I don't understand, because I didn't try. I thought it was a mistake. I was, like, looking at it, and I was like, holy shit, there's tits. I was like, what the fuck? And it, the girl's pretty good, like, not bad. I don't know. All my experiences have led not well with that kind of shit, so. Yeah, true. I try to play the nice game, and then it usually bites me in the ass, but then if I go douchey, it doesn't... I mean, it works more so the, more of the time, but I don't get nudes on command like you, so I can't really speak on that. I don't um, get nudes on command. But all the girls I've uh, like, if I've seen or I've talked to, or even if I can find myself interested in, I don't think they're altering their photos. Like, you're talking completely... This has to be a young girl thing, because I actually this one girl was a hottie that I... Probably I don't know, I, I matched with her or whatever, but it wasn't her, but she'd be posting. Like, ah, shout out to my friend who's really making a living out here, altering girls' photos. <laughs> now I'm looking at her like, is this girl even that hot? Like, I might have a shot now. Like, what? All, what? I saw that. I posted on the Key Basin thing. It was one of the girls I follow who I hardly know. It's a good hustle. There's no girls so are going to bite for it. Like, look at all these girls. She's like, if you little need a little nip tuck, that's what it was. What are you, fucking Dr. Miami on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Like, because you know girls <coughs> are going to bite for it, because, like, look at all these girls who are like, some of the girls who are actually getting surgery and getting the injections and shit, like, it's becoming, like, it's, like, nothing. Like, it's, like, getting your teeth clean. So it's, like, hmm, let me at least look, try to look like that on Instagram. Maybe pay someone for a little bit of edit so I don't have to get it done in real life. And then when someone meets me in real life, you know, we just play it by ear. Especially if you're already halfway decent looking. Dude, that's another thing. If you're halfway decent looking and you're doing this editing, whatever, so someone thinks you look great on Instagram, then they meet you in person and realize it's, you're still good looking, they're not even going to say anything. 
I know. Like, she's still hot. Do you think if I sent a fake dick out, my dick was completely different, they would notice? Probably. Maybe they wouldn't. They're so oblivious, people. That's true, but if... if Because you're, th- you're not going to send out a micropenis, and that's what you have. So when they come and see the micropenis, they're going to be like, this looks <laughs> a little off. I, I kind of make a point if I ever send a fake dick pic, it's a girl I'm never really interested in. It's kind of just like, all right, if this girl's trying to fuck me in one night, which I know a lot of people would be up for and probably would do it if they're in a slump not getting laid a lot. Not saying I am, not saying I'm not. But... Like, I don't know, I just don't trust it. Like, you know, STDs, I know condoms are just weird. Like, I don't know, like, if she's going to fuck me out of nowhere, like, it's kind of weird if I'm not really into her anyway. So why not send a fake sausage and then get some titties in return and then see how this goes And then take out the cans? And then I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like, but now I can't hang out because my dick has been compromised. Compromised. (laughs) Who did you send that last video to? But uh, although my favorite, I told you this from the get-go way back in the day, my favorite type of girl is a girl with low social media followers and who isn't photogenic. It's the best kind of girl. If they're hottest fucking person, coolest fuck personality, they don't post a lot on social media, they're not fucking, they can be basic, but nerdy, it's cool, but like, I don't really like that either, but like, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. I feel like when you're going through Instagram but and I love seeing hot girls, though, you don't... Girls who aren't photogenic, who aren't that hot, that's great. You inevitably don't come across like... Low followers. Ridiculously hot girls with low followers. I need five hundred like, or less now. Because it's like any freak is gonna follow. It's not a smoke. always true. No, it's not true. I've seen I've seen a couple, but I've never seen complete. I gotta tell you smokes. something funny off air. I've never really seen complete smokes that have less than like a thousand followers. I don't know, girl. Maybe that's not nasty. Freak. Tell her we're talking about editing uh, Instagram photos. <laughs> um, but like I've seen that once or twice, and those will be the, like the ones that I feel like are more. Because you figured though, if they have a lower following, they're they're more in it, they'd be more they'd have less options. That's right. That would make sense. That would align. So they're probably not as hoary or whore, not as psycho or just annoying. Doesn't care because they'd have so many options. N- less likely to be sending out nudes left and right or ghosting people or sending yeah, fake yeah, yeah. Th- sending tit pics. On, they're on the a ones whim. who really want more serious relationship type people, but or like, they're hidden freaks. But like, why? Is it, but like. I've seen I've seen decent to, to good looking girls. It's like you actually wonder why even girls who are not that good looking, you still will see them with a couple thousand followers. Yeah, it's just like you put a, a mediocre girl puts out an ass photo, you're gonna get likes off that. Even though she's mediocre, she's putting out close to nude photos. So a mediocre girl might have more followers than a better looking girl who just takes more conservative photos. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so funny you say that because with the premium snaps. We were talking about that. This happened to me recently. I got girls in my ever since the flashlight thing. Well, you have a premium snap yourself? No, oh. premium, whatever the hell. Like pay for news. I had a girl like my photo because I commented on Jada Stevens and then DM me and like I thought she was interested. And then all of a sudden she's like, "Yeah, well here you could sign up. It's fifty dollars a month." And I'm like, "What?" But guys will do that like that. I know it's all it's old people. Guys. It's all old people who are married and probably fuck the same pussy all all week and. Or it's like people like that. But another thing I'm talking about is the premium snaps. I'm thinking like, why the hell would I pay for that service when I could get nudes from girls anyway or talk to girls who are more attractive and normal? Because like these people on the premium snaps aren't amazingly hot. Some of them are smoke shows, but like some of them aren't that great either. And I'm already talking to girls like that. I'm not the most confident person in the world, but I've banged hotter girls than the premium snap people or premium whatever. Are girls getting paid off this premium snap? Yeah, like people, people like people, horny guys will pay 30 a month. Like it goes like Venmo probably make a lot, pay their rent. You should do premium snaps. I might get my titties going. (laughs) Hairy tit pics. Like, here's the thing with that. Like, you just made it so, like, they made it sexual, so it's become more vain and, like, less about personality, more about a service. And, like, with your favorite adult entertainers, you have to see them nude or in a video first. You know what I mean? With a random girl online, 
you might not know what they look like. Like you might know what they look nude. It could be a waste of money for you. So you're gonna pay a non-famous stranger money for premium, and you don't even know if it's get, you're gonna get a hustle or not. It's just weird to me. Like at least with porn star, you already seen them. You know the, how they have sex. You like them. You're a fan. And you know it's not fucking shady with some fucking random person, especially if they reach out to you. It's fucking shady. True. Like it's definitely for older married men who can't get laid. Like I'm not like I like I said like. Some of these premium people aren't even that attractive. I respect their sex worker hustle, I guess, like, but like I could bang hot like better girls anyway. Like why would I want to pay for fucking nudes from them? I'm just yeah, I'm like in today's day and age I'm about paying. Like if there's shit that I don't know I don't need to be paying for, why am I gonna be paying for? Someone like me who doesn't even get laid. Like I'm I would, I've just, never yeah. even thought about paying for premium stuff in my life. I'm Unless like, you're like I'm not into the girl. Throw like, my huh? money at that. Like I'd rather go to Wawa and get food. It all goes out the window when you think you have a shot of getting laid, and then all of a sudden they want to pay for your premium snap. That's terrible. You're like, oh my god, yeah, it the sucks. The point is to actually go out and really get laid, but we suck at that too. I know, but all these things like premium snap are making. We got a pop in podcast stupid. though, so girls DM us. <laughs> Seriously, any questions? Who I voted for? Anything you want to know? Seriously, people should uh, ask us questions because we'll give. We're gonna do giveaways soon. Also, ask us questions, talk about topics, flashlight giveaways. Even when you comment on a photo and talk about topic, I'll bring it up. All right, if you want me to. Any words of wisdom from Joe Sweeney? Make the damn cans. Mike, clean the fucking microwave. You're leaving smears on the microwave in the fucking fridge. Clean it. Mm. All right. Clean um, up. I guess. Mike, there's an ass for every seat. Follow. follow. To find the right women, there's an ass for every seat. Cube Basement, DM us. Seriously, yeah, any, like assholes, everyone has them. any video production, editing people, hit us up. We'll work something out. We want all the help we can get. We're going ham. We're trying to help people too. We will be Why putting out. We will be putting out more and more. Competition's content. good. Friendly competition. DM us. Send us emails, complaints, hate. questions. Hate, haters comment on our YouTube videos. We're used to that. It doesn't matter. Some guy was trying to find Julianne from like Asia or India. He's like, Mrs. Julianne, I love for you to respond to me. He kept commenting on the video. I kept getting notifications. I feel like saying, buddy, this isn't the right fucking thing. He thought like he would directly talk to her yeah. through my video. I was like, Jesus. I kept getting notifications. Shout out to the Indians being geniuses. He's like, I'd love to talk to you one time. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, please listen, rate, and subscribe. Keep it basement. Thank you, guys. YouTube.com slash keep it basement. And always remember, do what you love. Okay? And listen to Locker because he's a legend. <laughs> and the mic's over. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports. It's a fucking read-through. What am I supposed to be? Act interested. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality. Quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati. Super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. Specializing in Yamaha R1 and R6, GSXR 650,000, ZX6R, ZX10R, and CBR1000 RR late model years. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement Rate. Subscribe. Thanks, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Good job with California. You don't like it? Fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the the, 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 the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. 
might turn into a, a spot on a Jimmy Kimmel Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it. That's my view on things.